Hey guys, welcome back to the Arizona Living Podcast, episode two, with Marco Sipola. How's it going, Marco? It's going good. <laughs> I heard the freaking squeak of the chest out loud. Oh, no issues roll with that, though. That's kind of funny. That was just the chair. Um, yeah, anyway. Um, so, Marco, for you guys who don't know him, probably don't, because he's not that active on social media at all. What do you do, Marco? You know, so I'm a self-proclaimed internet marketer, uh, self-taught. You know, I, don't, I, I didn't go to school. I'm currently going to to uh, college. But, anyways, I own a company called Intricate Digital Marketing, which I know you're aware of. But basically, what we do is we do SEO, search engine marketing. He makes your company a lot of money in yeah. other terms. <laughs> in other words, right? You know, get get your company at the top of the Google rankings. Yep, that's what that's what it's all about: getting the most real estate on Google getting the most clicks, and ultimately getting the most leads. So the question that everyone asks or everyone is concerned about at the whole COVID thing is, how has COVID really affected your business? Because I'm kind of curious here for myself. I haven't really talked a whole lot about that, but can you give me some elaborations? So as a marketing company and marketing firm, it's all remote. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like we work remote. But it's what it's our clients that actually feel, and so we it's almost like a wave effect. They get hit, and then we get hit because they can't afford marketing. Now, of course, you know they might say they can't afford it, but that's gonna be the first expense they're cutting. Mm-hmm. Oh, believe me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you do video, you know that, right? Yeah. Uh, but all in all, you know, you know, it's the companies who are pulling back on their marketing spend. It's not that they can't. Okay, some of them can't afford it whatsoever. But the ones that, you know, are just scared or, or they're, you know, financial chief of finance or whatever is just going to cut back on that marketing spend because they feel like they can allocate more of the funds. towards. They always cut marketing first every time, you know, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, you know, the effects I feel in intricate digital marketing is, is clients pausing campaigns yep. and whether it's a long-term con contract or not you know they're they're going to cut it either way can't really do anything about it nope. <laughs> just given the, the you know the situation i mean it from a personal perspective it you know i'm 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 all for i mean you're 18 too you're literally graduating right now i mean you right? just graduated <laughs> so i mean even to have a business at such a young age I mean, it's you know, you're not really expected to be making money right now. So, I mean... Right, right. It's all learning experience yeah. at this point. You know what I mean? Like, companies come to me and they'll say, like, me and you were working on that, um, who was it again? So, it was an automotive company. You are yeah, doing yeah. a video for them. Yep. Or were planning a video for them. Then they just cut completely because they went from selling four engines to one engine. Yep. And yep. so... Phoenix engine, by the way, right? Yeah, Phoenix yeah, yeah. engine. Um you know, it's a, they're great engine builders, a great company. They've been around the block for sure. Um, Literally and figuratively <laughs> the block. <laughs> right. Uh, but they're, they're just, you know, that they, they're going to cut their funds because one, well, I haven't, I haven't been working with them for you know, more than a year. So I haven't really built that, you know, long-term relationship yet. And so, you know, I, I, I guess the, the main effects I feel is just, not being able to service them on a contract, of course, I'm going to mm -hmm. continue to, to provide as much as I can, because that's what it's all about, is providing the best solution. Uh, but yeah, I guess to answer your question, you know, 
marketing and and uh, the clients are feeling it rather than than uh, myself. But of course, we get the wave effect after. Yeah, I mean, for video, for sure. I actually got super busy after like the first week of COVID, uh, which is kind of weird. But a lot of companies really had time to pull back and be like, okay, how are we going to rebrand rebrand ourselves? Like, I was just at a, a high end spa here in Scottsdale, Arizona. Balloons or Balance, that's how they say. It. I keep getting the name screwed up. Balance. Yeah, and they um they reached out to me that they're restructuring how they set their company up now because before they could have twenty seven people in there. They got cold tubs, cryotherapy, and all that. The whole nine yards. Now they can only have six. Um, so obviously, so social distancing. Yeah, the social distancing from the CDC, so that their advertising budget has been slashed. And I told them. Basically, what I said was, I mean, you can give me some money up front, but just give me a, a verbal commitment to work with me, you know, when the CDC guidelines uh, raise. So that's kind of what we're working towards. How do you plan on, like, what did you learn from the COVID? How are you going to structure your business so maybe you can get, like, more contracts if something ever happens again? Yeah, exactly. I mean, when you say verbal commitment, I actually heard that. Uh, who is it, Kieran O'Brien? Yeah, Kieran, yeah. Kieran, that, that. That's my boy See, right I don't there. know Kieran on a personal level, but I kind of follow him, fanboy him sometimes. Yeah, yeah he's pretty cool. <laughs> but for you who don't know Kieran, he is a genius when it comes to marketing. You need to go check him out on Instagram, Kieran O'Brien. So shout out my boy Kieran. Okay, proceed. <laughs> yeah, so I, I saw that, you know, where a lot of marketers will say, don't offer anything free up front. Uh, but at the end of the day, I feel like Kieran's on the right page there. Yeah. As yeah. long as you get that verbal commitment, because well, he's you're taking some too. I mean, he's taking just a less amount of money, so maybe it's like a fourth. You know, so say he has a client that is paying him, you know, five thousand dollars a month. Well, now, hey, give me fifteen hundred, but give me a verbal commitment that once this is all over and revenues are back up, that we're doing a thousand. You know, or I mean, five thousand. So that's kind of what he meant. You know, to elaborate on that point. So yeah. it's not like free work, but... Yeah, exactly. And, like, maybe he's definitely, like, focusing on the automotive stuff and whatnot. Yeah, what are For you... Me, what, like, what's your niche? See, I haven't really niched down yet. Okay. I, I'm trying to focus on contractors primarily, so local, multi-location, whatnot. I kind of fell in that belt because I worked multi-location yeah, roofing, yeah. and we don't need to talk about what happened there, but... <laughs> that's a funny story they, for another podcast, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I think... I kind of started focusing on the contractor space because that's just where I started getting results. Like, I know a lot of marketers will just say, focus on where you've been able to get really good results because that's going to be your biggest assets actually providing that solution rather than, I guess, some, some people will say your network, but, you know, wherever you can provide the best solution. And so I feel like for SEO-wise, website design, uh, contractors, there's a big gap in the industry there. I feel like a lot of them are using SEO, but they don't have a really good uh, current solution, and so there's a lot of uh, a lot of restructure in their marketing plan because, you know, for one, they they have some money, they have a lot of money stacking mm -hmm. up over the years, but they're on that verge of hiring in-house yep, yep, versus yep. you know outsourcing it. All but right, what what were we just talking about though? Um, <laughs> about uh, Kieran O'Brien and the. Uh, the uh, getting verbal commitment. Getting verbal commitment. Yeah, that's a huge thing. So it's like what I've been doing is businesses right now they don't have a lot of money to work within their advertising budget. Uh, right now, I'm currently trying to work with some like giant brands through in 
um, indirect ways, kind of meet people and get your foot in the door. But yeah, you kind of got get your foot in the door. So in the future, when they need somebody or if you're already kind of working with them, then they're definitely going to choose you 10 times out of 10 versus somebody else. Even if your quality is not as good, you've already provided that value up front. But moving aside from business, because this is Arizona living, where did you come from? Because I know that you didn't live here your whole life. Well, Arizona, I was actually born here. Oh, you were? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay. See, that's news to me. Yeah. it's So, yeah, I was born here and I moved to Spokane, Washington, which is kind of a hick town. I don't know if you guys know of that place, but... It's not a town. It's kind of a city, but yeah, a hick city for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not like the best of Washington. No, it's not Scottsdale, Arizona, <laughs> like people know. Exactly. <laughs> you go look up on Google. It's not too amazing i although there is some good mountains out there yeah, yeah, but yes yeah, so i moved there here i lived there for about five years and then moved back here I, the weather here is just i mean it's what is what's your favorite part about uh arizona arizona well I, I mean what do you mean like part like like me i love the hikes i love the scenery i love the weather for like nine months i mean the weather right like, now it's 108 degrees outside so i don't love that very much <laughs> Yeah, the weather's definitely the best here. There, there's no other place on planet Earth. I'm going to go big here, planet Earth. Yeah, okay. Scott oh, planet Earth, really? Yeah, you think? <laughs> yeah, even though I've only been to, like, two countries. <laughs> I mean, isn't... Phoenix is growing at, like, what, 500,000 a year people or something? Or the next five years or four years or some projection? We probably should have done our research. <laughs> we didn't, for usual. We yeah. just let the podcast go, but... My biggest thing I love about here, the reason I moved from Longview, Washington, was the opportunity in Scottsdale is just absurd. It's, it's insane. It's it's a booming economy, which yeah. you like, too, because you're SEO digital marketer. I mean, so, I mean, give me one example of that. Who have you met? So, you- a company I work with is Scottsdale Auto Group. They're a luxury car dealership. Also... Um, Hopkinson Aircraft Sales. They're actually based out of Calgary, uh, Canada, but they have an office down here and they let me go and film their private jets, which is pretty cool. Uh, I've done some real estate down here, not a whole lot of that. Some independent brands, and then I work with a lot of other like kind of influencers. If you go back and listen to the last podcast, it was Simeon Rice, won an NFL, a Super Bowl, and everything. So like, there's so many people, and like Casey Adams. Kieran O'Brien, they're both 19 or 20 and 21 years old, and they're just young hustlers. They just, they're everywhere, and I just love it. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I mean, for, for myself, like... <laughs> so, I love how you say, wow, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> that's great, actually. Yeah. Uh, but, like, how do you meet these people? Like, for me, it's so hard to talk to Yeah, I mean, people. you're a little bit more introverted than I am. No, it's, it's funny, because... Um, like for instance, I knew, uh, Casey Adams and Kieran O'Brien is a huge one cause I do a bunch of work with them. I'm actually working with Casey right now on launching a, a startup company and I met him at a car meet, you know, I DM'd Kieran on Instagram and he had a, a sweet M6, M6, not sex, but M6. And, uh, I wanted to shoot his car cause I, I was definitely into videoing cars at the time. So I went to cars and coffee and linked up with him and Casey was there. And I was like, oh, how's it going? You know, I kind of saw him on Instagram and stuff. And then this I didn't. This was the first time you met him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't really meet up with him again until like two months later. They were looking for somebody to do video. 
So I was like, they're like, oh, I know you. So come in for kind of like an interview, get to know you type of deal. But now we're like, we're like good friends now. So I don't know. You got to hang out in the right places, ask a lot of questions, get referrals. Send people DMs and stuff. Yeah. I mean, Instagram's huge for me. That's where most of my connections happen, to be honest, is companies reach out to me or I reach out to companies through Instagram. You know, that's my portfolio piece. I don't even have a website, to be honest. Real quick, I know this, we can do a full podcast on LinkedIn, but I mean, what are your thoughts on LinkedIn? I mean, video? like, what have you been doing there? Honestly, I haven't really done anything on LinkedIn, to be honest. I posted a couple, um, you know, like blogs and stuff like that. I know you're huge into LinkedIn and I should take it more seriously, but I grew up with like my eye on Instagram where you're not, I'm kind of flashy because my content is very geared towards social media versus like your very back end professionalism kind of you know get them top google rankings get the results in the back end where i'm very front end loaded um provide value through my content so instagram is such a good place for me to kind of showcase that because i mainly just use instagram and facebook some youtube ads and stuff you're not trying to grow like your profile to like a million followers no i actually have a funny thing is i only want a thousand followers on instagram but they all need to be blue check marks that's it. <laughs> as soon as I hit a thousand, everybody listening to this podcast, go follow him. <laughs> I'm gonna start following he's people. Gonna, he's gonna block you yeah. if, he, if it hits a thousand. So I'm gonna hit. A, I'm gonna start hitting unblock if you know, or block if you're from above a thousand. That seems like very bad marketing strategy there. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. If you could take one thing away from this podcast, just block people after you hit a thousand yeah after a thousand it doesn't matter well it's the blue check mark thing you know i wanted people i want the quality of followers versus the quantity of followers it's kind of how i work so what do you say we're wrapping up on 15 minutes here i know we wanted to make it short yeah we hope you guys you have a graduation party you gotta get to yeah exactly i'm graduating from high school so yeah you guys don't realize like marco's a young genius and he'd be a super successful man one day yeah, He's already yeah, super successful. I mean, his agency, I mean, if I was doing that at like 17, man, probably have a Rolls Royce by now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, but where where do we find so, you, Marco? Where, um, what were you going to say before I very rudely <laughs> before cut you off? Up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what, let me ask you. This is your podcast. It's going on my podcast. It's going on the IDM podcast. IDM podcast. Intricate Digital Marketing. Yeah, exactly. It's marketing focused. So... It'll be in the link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're definitely I'll, linking I'll link him up. Uh, what could what could the visitor or the viewer, listener, I should say, what is one golden nugget they can take from this podcast? I mean, I know we're kind of ran around, but what is one thing? Provide value up front and don't expect anything in return. If you're a beginning videographer or a content creator, create as much possible stuff as you can for free if it makes sense. Like don't go around and create everything for free, especially if it's a business where they're using it to monetize and make money on. Like don't be doing that for free. But if there's an influencer, um, like a lot of Casey Adams stuff, he is plugged in with every big name in the industry. All my work for him in the beginning, I just did it for free because I knew like now with him launching a company, I'm the sole guy behind all the content now. You know, so provide value provide value provide value and don't expect anything in return until you're good enough to the point where okay you know what now i can't do it for free anymore or it doesn't make sense for me not to charge money and this is like like me and you are both speaking from like just one or two years of experience yeah we were both and like the thing is like we're just the step ahead of like where people are trying to start 
And so I feel like what I'm saying is like, of course, you can go listen to, uh, I, I don't have any podcasts in the top yeah, of mind, but, but the thing is like, I feel like the people up there are missing like that day in, day out thing, what to do. Yeah, we're very, so like <laughs> what I would say is if you, if you really want to start, just start walking into businesses, you want to know how I started in video and got clients. Like, I want to tell you something. I moved down to Arizona a year ago and funny story. I haven't really told many people this. I slept in my car for like three days. And I had zero clients and six hundred dollars to my name. Um, the next day, I just I cold walked as many businesses as possible. Oh, I can't do that. Uh, I literally That's walked in. Good. I walked into like twenty, thirty businesses down here. I had no clue, and I got a couple maybes, you know. So I kept following up with them, and I got one yes. It was with Casio Motors. I got them re- on retention for a thousand dollars a month to create content for them, and uh, basically went from there. You know, off referrals, went and met a bunch of other people, but. That you just got to start. You just have to do something, get in, meet people, reach out through Instagram, LinkedIn. I mean, you're a big LinkedIn fan, so how do you reach out on LinkedIn? See, that's the thing. Like, I would consider myself introverted, and uh, I would consider you introverted too. <laughs> you won't find me on a on a call. You will sometimes, but cold calling. Yeah, that's rough. It's it's, it's <laughs> no no no. Manager's not here. Yes, he is. <laughs> And then walking in's even worse. Yeah, yeah. I, I tried that once, and I saw three signs of all, all, all three businesses. No I don't know what, it, yeah, no I don't soliciting. know what the lock was, but no soliciting. Oof. And I didn't even walk in, but I went on LinkedIn after, and I sent a connection. I said I was at your door, just about to walk in, uh, just to you know get get some interesting points. Maybe maybe they'll reach back out. You know, just to yep, see I yep, respected yep. their sign. <laughs> but again, I, I always fall back on the LinkedIn thing because. I feel like you can get straight to the decision maker or someone who has authority in the organization who actually, you know, sees the value. And then ultimately, if you optimize your LinkedIn profile where, you know, it's not just a boring, uh, no profile image, yeah, yeah, no yeah. taglines, whatever. So I, I, I feel like it's just a combination of using LinkedIn to, you know, if you're introverted and just, of course, anyone can go on. So there. you just click, click connect and then send a message? Yeah, I mean, okay. connect and add a note, personalized invite. Okay. Uh, you never want to send an invite with no, like, personalized invite. That's what it's called, or add a note. And I guess the reason being there is no one's going to want to connect back with you. They don't know who you are. It's just a, exactly. a face on a, It's just like an Instagram follow. And so adding value in that connection request is, is just a lot. It's, it's, it's almost the same thing as walking in and going straight to the business owner and pitching them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, it's a lot easier for him to say no on LinkedIn. Um, in person, there's a lot more. I prefer in person, but I'm not introverted. You know, I'm very out there. I'm very vibrant with who I am. So I walk in and kind of own the situation, own right. the conversation. But yes, LinkedIn's huge. Instagram's huge for a lot of businesses. Um, obviously, sending out DMs, and especially if your work proves it. Like my Instagram is, I sent a DM to somebody. I send a DM to somebody and they click on my Instagram and they're like, yo, your work's, your work's good. You know, I'll definitely work with you, but it's because your, your, your Instagram is not empty. Yeah. 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 Okay. We're rolling on 20 minutes though. So final yeah, words. You, be, you better end it. Uh, I, final words. Final word for you. <laughs> um, again, like I feel like it just goes back on providing that initial value. Yeah. Like if I'm going to do LinkedIn outreach or Instagram or walking into a location, whatever it is, I meet the guy at the Safeway, whatever you can do to 
How you buy him a rotisserie chicken at Safeway? I've got a Safeway. You've actually done that? No. Okay, I was going to say Safeway. That seems like a very odd place to meet. Yeah, I I'm mean... I'm going to be honest. No, I mean, actually, one example. I was leaving that uh, roofing company I was working for. Okay. You guys probably don't want to hear this on the podcast, but we'll roll with it. And I met, I saw someone on LinkedIn. I noted, I, I put the two faces together. And I said, what's up? <laughs> and, oh, really? and there it was. Yeah, um, but no, I mean, the immediate, that's the slimmest chance. Yeah. But again, selling them on, I know the word sell has like a big stigma, yeah, but yeah. selling like a, selling so they can invest like 10 to 15 more minutes into Pitch yourself. You so they're, yeah, you're, you're selling yourself ultimately. No matter what you're selling, people. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like the first time you meet them, like, Sell them on a forty-five minute pitch or forty-five second pitch yep. on why they should talk. And to you for hey, hey, emphasis on shake their hand and look them in the eye. Never don't do that because there you go. You just shot yourself in the foot if you don't <laughs> shake their hand. I'll I'll tell you right what about now. During COVID, like you're supposed to shake. Their okay, hand. well, fine. You just got to re- rule the boundaries. I mean, I, there's plenty of businesses I've recently started working with where they want to give me hugs. So you read the situation, sensory acuity, but. I'm telling you the power of a handshake because it's lost. And don't pull out your phone unless you're using it that applies to the business directly. I'll tell you one thing that I screwed up in the you beginning. Have, you have bad experience? Pull up <laughs> my phone. Yeah. Yeah. A guy literally yelled at me one time. He's like, yo, this is a very important thing that I'm going to teach you right here. Never pull out your phone during a meeting. Right. Like initial meeting. Like I got a Snapchat and that was more important than me providing value to the business. Don't do that. Was it a Snapchat? I, it was a Snapchat, 100%. <laughs> I think my brother's Snapchat. You're going to expose yourself on the body? Yeah, I mean, don't, don't do that. Okay, I guess Never. we're providing value but, now. Yeah. So, go follow Marco yeah, on LinkedIn. Um, I want to start using Instagram more. Um, what is your Instagram? Because I, I, I don't know. What, what is it? <laughs> hey, Marco, what's your Instagram? Uh, I think it's, uh, let's see. You should change it to intricate. Uh, yeah, it's got to be something easier because it's it's Mark. Thought, sips, thought, adventures. Yeah, I mean, because you were a photographer for a while. Pretty, yeah, I was, and cool. I figured out I was really bad at it. Exactly. I, I started looking at modest. Zane's profile. Yeah. I was like, holy, yeah, yeah. horrible. Wow. But yeah, I mean, go follow me on LinkedIn first. Marco Sipla. Well, yeah, that, that's all you got to do is search Marco Sipla on Google. Right there. I'm yeah. ranking. Yeah, because that's what he does, folks. <laughs> so thank you for listening to this episode of the Arizona Living Podcast. It's going is, on IDM as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out. Go subscribe to his... IDM, not IBM. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to get we'll copyrighted there <laughs> with IBM. You know, We don't want to do that. IDM, uh, Marco Sipola. Thank you, Marco. I appreciate it. Peace See out. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>